the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Yes, yes, yes. Happy hump day. It's all mine. The Andrea K. Show. This is my two hours to do whatever I want to do. <laughs> I can't even get it out without a laugh. No, I do this show. The Andrea K. Show is for you guys out there. You fellow conservatives kind of here behind him enemy lines in a sense here in a deep blue, the deep blue state of California. But we got a lot more conservatives here than people people realize, particularly outside of the state of California. And so it's an honor every night of the week to be here with you guys. Six to eight p.m. You ultra MAGA types here in San Diego County and beyond. And we got a great show for you guys tonight. We've got Robbie Starbuck, who's going to be here uh, in uh, the morning after the Tuesday primaries. It's really clear that there is a division going on in the Republican Party. And it seems as though it's between the establishment and MAGA. And I can't think of a better case in point than Robbie Starbucks's case in which the Republican Party took him off the ballot in Tennessee. He's going to be here to talk about that case and what's going on in the primaries and beyond. We got Congressman Andy Biggs back. We didn't get quite enough time with him last night to continue to talk about the greatest story that we think the Americans should be should be paying attention attention to and we're going to continue the conversation with him let me ask y'all this why is stop the treaty hashtag trending in canada but not the united states of america what is stop the treaty what is that about well we will continue that discussion with congressman andy biggs at the bottom half of the hour there's some breaking news involving disinformation and the governance board that spews all the disinformation while pretending that they're going to stop the disinformation. But before we go any further and share the incredible, shocking news behind Ms. Uh, Nina Jankowitz and the disinformation governance board, before we go any further, got to bring in this man. It's my partner in crime every night of the week, 6 to 8 p.m., hump day or otherwise. It's DJ Potato Skins. All I'll have to say with that introduction is it'll be good that we're not going to defame the movie and the uh, legacy of Mary Poppins anymore. No, <laughs> no. So, of course, that's a reference being to Ms. Jankowitz, who uh, in, in the course of her disinformation campaign that's been years in the making and in some ways far more insidious than anybody anybody's known about, thanks to a new article out by uh, Darren Beatty. I think is his name from Revolver. She's taken her little Broadway show, her one woman Broadway show on the road. The disinformation board has been taken down or has it? 888-344-1170, by the way, 888-344-1170. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts on the disinformation board and what's happening there, did you guys know 
that see a lot of people are looking at the fact that the there was an announcement that was made today that the disinformation board uh, has been put on pause because they just didn't really think it's like Mayorka said when the outcry first started he the explanation today is just that they didn't they they didn't do a really good job of explaining to the American people really what their goals were going to be. And they, they they were confused as to why we didn't love the idea that the United States government was going to be basically telling us what we were allowed to know or not. And then continuing to expand on the cancel culture and the persecution of people for their political beliefs in this country. They, they were, it, I think they were literally gobsmacked. I, I think not so much because of the reaction. I think because of the fact that the truth about it, what it was about began to be revealed. So they, so it was supposedly put on pause today. Nina Jankowitz supposedly tendered her resignation and will not be the czar of the ministry or be the minister of truth anymore for this governance board. And there's a lot of people patting themselves on the back today saying this is a win. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. It's just a pause. They're regrouping. They are re, it's like Madonna. Every time she came out with a new, with a new album, she had a new hair color. She had a new hairstyle. Shiny she, new package. Right. Shiny new. It's a reboot. It's a refresh. Right? You think they're going to give up trying to control the information that you're allowed to know about? No. What they tried to do and what they thought um, was that they were going to hide the truth about this Nina Jankowitz and how bad. They thought they could spin it. They actually thought that her videos of her singing and, and pushing her bizarre communist fasc- fascistic ideas through song, they really thought that that was going to be winning, you know, a, a, a winning uh, skill in order to put it over on us. But according to Revolver, here's what actually leaked out and caused this pause to take place and caused them to uh, re- reboot. They're going to um, refresh the brand, bring in a new spokesperson with a new hairstyle, probably still be a woman, who knows. Um, but it would be kind of like where Madonna went. She, you know, she had her whole Spanish album that had a Spanish flavor for it. And then she had another was like disco. Um, so, you know, they're going to be doing some kind of rebranding here, no doubt with the help of Hollywood. But here's what Re- Revolver is reporting about Nina Jankowitz. And when I told Skins about this earlier, he was like, no way. I haven't heard very many people talking about this. You're not going to hear this on legacy media for sure. But he said that what leaked out about Nina Jankowitz was not the fact that she had tweeted out in the past things, you know, that uh, <clears throat> calling the Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation, everything that that has been leaked about her until the revolver piece was just standard Democrat talking points right it's like it's like what you would hear on every day on cnn right or coming out of congress coming out of adam schiff or aoc right um what she's been involved in and what was leaked is that she has been a part of something called an uh, a cluster integrity initiative that involves nato it involves the state department it involves uk and other global political entities and states around the world and as part of this cluster of in, uh, cluster of integrity initiative and working with nato and the state department she was involved in something called secret influencer operations to interfere in elections let me restate that secret influencer operations so she was a part of a global political organization involving NATO. Let's talk about NATO right now, right? Let's talk about NATO right now. Let's talk about Ukraine. Remember how uh, Jen Psaki had said when she was questioning, why would this, why would this woman, uh, you know, with her, with her resume being mostly spewing all kinds of Democrat talking points via, you know, 
um, what's that? What's that movie? The Disney movie with the with the you were just talking about it. The one that, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Uh, wh- people were asking Jen Psaki, why would this woman get this gig? Who is she? Oh, well, she's got extensive background in working on information. Well, now we know what it was. According to Revolver, at one of her uh, uh, campaigns that she worked on, one of the secret influencer operations to interfere in elections successfully blocked a Spanish candidate from winning his seat across the world. So the the revolver piece, I'm going to post it uh, to my site, you know, a lot of as is the case a lot of times with revolver. And I think I'm going to reach out to him and get him on the show. He goes so deep into his investigative reports that his articles are sometimes 30 and 40 pages long and they just don't lend themselves. I can't sit here and read a 30 and 40 page article. I can't even connect the dots. It would take an entire show. So we have to hope that, you know, if we get this information out there, maybe we whet your appetite. We're going to invite him on the show. You'll do the research for yourself. But what this confirms a few things things here this woman has been a part of global disinformation campaigns global attempts to interfere and it's successfully doing so in the elections across the world now with there's these secret 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 influencer operations to interfere in elections going on with our state department nato to influence elections around the world doesn't this just confirm that the united states of america and our state department and other departments here have been um, implementing secret influencer operations to affect the outcome of our elections well it not only confirms that but it also shows that no matter who they put in her place andrea they're just going to be a lot more on the down low and make sure you don't know their background because nothing's going to change. It's going to be somebody just as corrupt. And we, the Republican Party, we're going to we've got uh, there's basically a run. There's a runoff election that's going to be happening in Pennsylvania in the land of Dr. Oz right now. There's going to be a runoff. It's too close there. It's going to be days before the mail in ballots get counted. We reported yesterday that there and coincidentally in the fifth district in Oregon, which is the only seat, the only candidate that Joe Biden endorsed uh, that that both of those areas. Areas, uh, Lancaster County in Pennsylvania and the 5th District in Oregon, where Joe Biden endorsed a candidate, are the areas, the two most important, in some people's uh, opinion, two most important what a races. Yeah, what a coinky dink. So it'll be interesting to see who ends up uh, winning the race in, uh, in this primary in Pennsylvania. It'll be interesting to see. Um, more, the more I hear about McCormick, the more I like McCormick, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and it can be a little confusing when I talk about if, if I'm not all in on Oz and then I talk to Robbie Starbuck in a minute, minute about the infighting going on between the Republican Party, the establishment and MAGA. Um, it, it can be confusing as to, well, Oz, why don't then why don't you like Oz, Andrea, if he's the MAGA candidate? Because let me redefine MAGA for you. MAGA to me is a movement. Trump is the head of MAGA, the titular head of MAGA. He ran. He crafted the words America first to make America great again. But MAGA is a movement. MAGA is 75 million of us. And that's what scares the Republican Party, not Donald Trump, that there's 75 million of us who want to put America first, that there's 75 million of us that want the deep, the deep state drained, that we want that that swamp drained. And every Republican running for office should be asked about not just this deep, this disinformation governance board, but this woman's role and that the State Department has been involved in NATO, allegedly, according to Revolver, in something called secret influence influencer operations to affect the outcome of the elections. It ties into the Sussman trial that's happening right now. And I'll get into that later. I'm going to share you an update on what's happening there with the Durham show trial that's just meant to appease that that is clearly 
about about what happened in regards to the Obama administration and the FBI and the DOJ with their own secret influencer operations to influence the outcome of an election. Nobody's talking about this today. Everybody's talking about baby formula. We've got Congressman Biggs is going to be here. He's going to continue the discussion about this World Health Organization issue and handing over the sovereignty of our nation to the World Health Organization. He's going to also talk about the House and what they did today with baby formula. I know the economy is tanking. Elhoff will be here. The financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff, will be here. We're going to take a break right now, though. We come back. We're going to hear from Robbie Starbuck, who um, was, was so not the Republican establishment choice that they actually removed him from the primary campaign in Tennessee. So stay tuned so you can hear from Robbie Starbuck when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. Before the break, we were discussing the disinformation governance board it ain't it ain't it ain't even so much on a pause it's on a rebrand a reboot not unlike madge madonna back in the day when she used to rebrand herself all the time quite successfully by the way i'm still waiting on another but although her reboot recently was was a hashtag fail with what she did to her face madonna love you madge but that was a hashtag fail speaking of music videos uh, Robbie Starbuck joins me now, and he is a very successful uh, music video director of big names like Snoop. And y'all know how much I dig my man Snoop. He has moved his family, though, out of Hollywood back to Tennessee, where he decided to do his part and, and uh, run for office, only to have some shenanigans pulled and not by the Democrats. And uh, before the break, I was also talking about how it seems as though there's division in the Republican Party right now. And it's the establishment against the MAGA candidates. And I don't think I've seen a worse case of it than what happened to Robbie Starbuck. And he joins me now. Hi, Robbie Starbuck. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, good to hear from you again. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, except I was really bombed. Well, I, 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 I'm excited you got this book out. I want to hear about in a minute. Putting Pirates in the Problem with Power. I love alliteration, by the way. So I just giggle every time I see the title. Um, but I, I'm excited to talk about your book, but I, I've been wanting you to come on and talk about what is just killing me that they pulled. You've been in Tennessee for three years now, and yet the Republican yeah. Party took you off the primary uh, ballot. Tell everybody what happened. Yeah, you know, they've been happy to have me get volunteers to the party and get people out to events and all that stuff. <laughs> They let me run for a year and then decided to do this backroom, you know, secret vote where they decided to take me off the ballot. Um, basically, you know, I was in the lead along with Morgan Ortegas, and I think that a, a, a deal, you know, of some sort had to have been made where they decided to do this because they got rid of both of us. And essentially, they used this obscure bylaw that's supposed to be used to get rid of Democrats who tried to run as Republicans. And it's essentially written in the bylaws to say, if you haven't voted in three out of the last four Tennessee Republican statewide primaries, very specific thing, um, then your other option is you have to be vouched for as a Republican by county party chairs to the satisfaction of the SEC. That to the satisfaction of the SEC is uh, doing a lot of uh, the heavy lifting for them. Um, because I ended up getting more vouching letters than anybody ever has. And in fact, the uh, county party chair, or I'm sorry, the state party chair, Scott Golden, uh, even admitted he didn't know of any case of anybody with anywhere near as many vouching letters as me where they were not allowed on the ballot. 
and uh, said that, you know, if it was up to him, I'd be on the ballot. And then they did this secret backroom vote where they took us off the ballot. So let me know if that makes any sense to you, because it doesn't make any sense to anybody else. Um, And when they did this, you know, they basically said they don't have to explain themselves. They're not going to say how any of them voted. And this is just, you know, what they want to do. So, um, you know, I I was under the impression we lived in America where people decided elections, but apparently a back room of 16 people can pre-select them just like they do in Cuba. Well, yeah, and, and there's there's no rational explanation for this, particularly for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, a lot of people are moving to Tennessee because that's supposed to be a red state. And I've been telling people for a while, I don't believe there is such a thing, even in Florida, as solidly red, because you can have pockets of some crazy town stuff happening, including the Republican Party. And that seems to be the case there. And I've been saying for a long time that I'm a conservative. A lot of my I have friends in the Republican Party and leadership positions that get angry at me when I call out the Republican Party. But, you know, we've got We've got a problem with the establishment. And in my opinion, I guess that you got people in Tennessee that are all about this uniparty system. They want to pretend to the voters that they're conservative, that they believe in MAGA, America first, or they want to seal the border, or they want to they want to slow down the debt and, and not have us increase it from thirty trillion dollars. All the typical things that they prom- the Republican Party promises people on the campaign trail. Then behind the scenes, there is much with the Democrats. Uh, you know, on on every issue. Right. And I suspect that's got to be that's got to be the explanation there, isn't it? Yep. Sadly, that 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 is it. You know, there's an establishment. They want things to be their way. And they realize that, you know, with the the following that that we've already got with this campaign, if I win this race, it means that I'll have the loudest megaphone. And I think they're afraid that megaphone is going to get turned on them in their races. And I think that that's ultimately the calculus. You know, I can only guess in terms of that and why so much pressure is brought to bear by, you know, institutional power. But, um, you know, it's definitely an action that is beyond the scope of anything I've ever seen. I've never seen, I, I mean, maybe you have have seen something like this. I've never seen a state party throw out a leading congressional candidate on a whim after a year of them running just because they just feel like it. Um, it's bizarre. It doesn't make any sense. So we're suing them. You know, we went to federal court. Federal court uh, gave their opinion uh, end of last week where they essentially said, yeah, you know, um, in that opinion, it says the Republican Party of Tennessee did not follow their rules. Um, Why Robbie Starbuck was kicked off the ballot, you know, we may never know, um, but essentially said they were not empowered by the law to be able to do anything about it with federal law. But the suggestion was go to state court and they will be empowered. And so we're going to state court now uh, this week. And, you know, keeping this fight going. So lots of legal bills. Anybody who wants to chip in can do it at Starbuck2022.com. But it's uh, that's that's where we're at. Is there any chance that we're talking to Robbie Starbuck, who was jacked and had his, you know, his win hijacked by the Republican Party for no reason other than the fact that they obviously are a bunch of, you know, um, uh, rhino establishment. They're just a bunch of Ben Sasses, in my opinion, and uh, Mitch McConnell's and Kevin McCarthy's out there. But let's say you win in state court. Can you I mean, the primaries, you know, um, are happening now. I don't know where your state is in terms of primaries and and the election. But, you know, it, 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 it could it be a situation to where you you win, but you still lose. 
Yeah, you know, so August 4th is our primary. Um, Obviously, you know, them doing this took away, you know, over a month from us. So, and you, you know, donors largely, you know, start to trickle off then because some people are like, okay, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Then there's great people who are like, you know what, we need to fight the system. We've got to fight the establishment. Mm -hmm. We're going to help fund the lawsuit. Um, But it definitely, it it changes the calculus for some people who are doing it for other reasons, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can never really tell why people are doing it. So um, it does change things and it changes also ad buys. You know, I'm obviously we're not going to go spend, you know, $300,000 buying ads right now if we don't know what the status is. You know, it wouldn't be fiscally responsible in the first place, which is kind of the premise, right? So, um, you know, we're being responsible and just kind of focusing on the lawsuit. But I do think that we have enough name ID and enough mm-hmm. of a of a lead that should we get back on the ballot, I feel pretty confident we're going to be able to pull off something pretty historic. I, I agree, in particular, in part because you've got a lot of big names that support you and know yeah. who you are, and um, there will be a lot of pressure on Trump uh, in that regard as well. And I think the I think that they probably know that you're going to win in court, and this this has been a, the play has been to try to hamstring you in the meantime and hoping that you're going to lose momentum and lose your lose your money and and your financial support and so i'm glad to see you doing a lot of media and keeping keeping the story out there we can't just let it die because there's so many other fires happening whether it's buffalo or you know um now we've got this world health organization situation happening i'm going to be talking to congressman biggs about that in a minute them trying to biden administration trying to give our sovereignty away to the world health organization but let's end our interview on a little positive note called pudding pirates and the problem with power tell everybody about the book yeah, we've got a new book out on Brave Books. Uh, it's fantastic for kids to help teach them about the importance of the Constitution. And this is one of the ways we can fight back against the mm-hmm. you know companies like Disney and Nickelodeon who are just really indoctrinating kids with leftism. And so if you want to be a part of that, you get a new book every month. And it's always aligned with our values, with great authors who are from the conservative movement. Some of my good friends like Jack Kosobik and Ashley St. Clair have written books for them. Um, And there's going to be some exciting ones in the future, too, uh, from the United States Senate, I think. So we're um, we're excited about it. And it's just gotten incredible reviews and families are having a lot of fun with it. Well, I love it. I've actually had a brave. I had the gentleman. I can't remember his name now out of Texas. Trent Talbot had him on the show to talk about brave books, had Missy Robertson on from Duck Dynasty. She's just an absolute doll. So it just I just love so much what Brave is doing. And I think David J. Harris may have a book on there as well. I think the Hodge, the Hodge twins might have a book. Just everybody that everybody that you conservatives love. Uh, have books on there. And that's the way, part of the way that we combat what's happening in terms of the indoctrination against kids and the sexualization and the transing of kids is, is to make sure that parents have alternatives that are inter- that are engaging and illustrated well and fun to read and fun for parents to read. And so I'm just super excited. And uh, God bless you, Robbie Starbuck. Tell everybody again, not just where they can get the book, but also how they can support your legal your your legal cause here. Absolutely. To help the legal cause, go donate to Starbuck2022.com. And to get the book, go to BraveBooks.com or BraveBooks.us. Both of those links work. And the promo code Starbuck, you'll get a discount. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got another favorite of mine. Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be here in a moment. We just didn't get enough time with him last night, so he's going to be back. And just in the nick of time, as we try to get some momentum going with hashtag Stop the Treaty. Stay tuned, Congressman Biggs up next. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. AM 
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Look, the American experiment in democracy is in a danger like it hasn't been in my lifetime. It's in danger this hour. Hate and fear are being given too much oxygen by those who pretend to love America, but who don't understand America. To confront the ideology of hate requires caring about all people, not making distinctions. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yeah, talking about using hate and fear, right? Questioning who loves America. I think we can question who loves America when we see that what, what's happening in our, in our nation today. When we see that there's mothers that are still, babies are actually now being admitted into the hospital because they're not able to get the baby formula that they need. We've got the Biden administration while he's talking about questioning Republicans and whether or not they love this country and understand democracy, which, by the way, we are a republic of states. We're not a democracy. He's in the process right now to literally hand over the sovereignty of the United States of America to a communist-run organization called the World Health Organization. And joining me back tonight is Congressman Andy Biggs. He was only on for just a few minutes last night, and he offered to come back on. And I'm glad to have him with me here tonight. Hey, Congressman Andy Biggs, welcome back. Hey, Andrea. Good to be with you. So your comments on that Biden clip. Well, I mean, it's. It, I always think it's ironic when somebody says, um, we got to quit hating and loving everybody. And if you don't love people the way I want you to love people, you're hating people and we hate, hate you. I mean, it's the old, um, I, I demand that you be tolerant of my viewpoints, but I'll be intolerant of your viewpoint. And and it, it's this guy claims to be a unifier, but he is dividing this nation. And uh, the only thing he's unifying people on are... Uh, you know, the vast majority of Americans who now think that the country's on the wrong path because of Joe Biden and his policies. Yeah. And and um, I, I do want to continue our conversation about the World Health Organization, because I just got an email from from a caller who listens to the show every night and uh, has a question for you. Before we get into this World Health Organization, because I got more calls on my show last night about this topic uh, than any other topic I've ever done on my show. There are Americans that are hysterical because they feel like nobody, nobody but me and you are talking about this uh, issue right mm-hmm. now. But before we get into that, what did the House do today about this baby formula issue um, because we are literally he's he's up there complaining about you know hate and this and people hating on people not loving what are we doing about making sure that our, the American babies have food well I literally just walked off the floor um, and what they did when I say they because I voted no on this is they allowed USDA to basically corner the market on baby formula for uh, the WIC program and about right about half of all baby formula is, is consumed in the WIC program, Women's Infant Children's Program. The problem with that is when you squeeze it out like that by the government interference in the marketplace, the way they've been doing, uh, what you do is you prevent everybody else, all the other half of people, from being able to have access to that baby formula. And so that's, that's the first step they did. The second thing they're doing, they're going to give a bunch more money to the FDA so they could hire a, a whole bunch more people. And the reality is um, you could solve this problem fairly quickly by moving, open up the Abbott, and you should have opened it up already. And then the second thing you should be doing is there are other countries that Mm -hmm. actually have stocked full shelves, including Mexico, um, as reported um, in a number of news reports that I saw today. 
So you you could actually start moving that. Um, this is this is just kind of bogus what they're doing, and I'm afraid that their that their plan is actually going to make things worse, which is why I voted no on their. Well, yeah, any time, right, any time the response to a manufactured crisis is more government, it's only going to make things worse. And so then they try to paint somebody like yourself as, well, why do you hate babies? Why aren't you voting for this? Because this isn't a solution for anybody. If they really wanted to solve this problem, they could. And they, and and they're not. And they're they're every crisis that gets manufactured by the government is an opportunity for them to play identity politics to to divide, um, to pick winners and losers. In this case, they're picking which babies get formula and which don't, and denying opportunities for formula to come in from around the world. And um, it's almost as though there's so many tragedies happening right now that it's almost it's overwhelming. It's like a shock and awe. Right. And, and, and because yeah. you, you, you've got you've got mothers right now that can't find formula to feed their babies. You've got people across the country burying loved ones, whether it was from the Buffalo shooting, uh, a Taiwanese church or just the just the constant barrage of crime wave across this country that it, that I can kind of understand on the one hand why this issue with this World Health Organization isn't getting a whole lot of play, because if it bleeds, it leads. Right. So the, the legacy media is going to yeah. be talking about all this other stuff. But my listeners and every and and right by the way in Canada, Congressman Biggs, stop the treaty was trending in Canada. How can we how can we make people more aware and actually get the Republican Party to start screaming about this? Well, it's gonna it is going to take the grassroots. It's going to take people uh, calling in like crazy. By the way, I will say this: I talked to a number of my 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 member friends on the floor now, admittedly, kind of the echo chamber, but. They are hearing about this, but what they're being told is it's no big deal, no great shakes. It's not, you know, we can stop it in the Congress. Uh, and and my my point to them is is simply this: if if you think we can stop it in the Congress, you point out something else that we have stopped that has been bad that's been imposed on us. It's hard to find stuff like that. So I would rather not enter into that type of agreement. Rather not take that risk. Rather not give. Uh, President Joe Biden, uh, that kind of authority, rather not let him give and cede that authority to a foreign entity, a multilateral institution, which is going to take some of our sovereignty. And um, I, I would rather not have to worry about this down the pike. I would rather we nip this in the bud tonight, if we could. But it's going to take it's going to take the grassroots um, uh, bugging the heck out of their congressmen and women and. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we're going to have to do it because it's never been rolled yeah. back. This was done by W back in 2005 in the first place. And look at look, look at how Trump was met with when he wanted to pull out of the World Health, Health Organization uh, during his he wasn't able to do it. Right. Once something gets started, right. once we once we get involved in something, then we never it never it never shrinks. It never goes away. Um, Reagan actually had a great quote that had to do with um, that, you know, taxing it or spending on it. I can't remember. I can't can't remember the quote, um, but basically it was about government never stops a program once it gets going. It just continues to prop it up and, and subsidize it and spend money on it. And and in the case yeah, of, you, you know, we should have never yeah. gone the way. Another example of this is the TSA and Department of Homeland Security and all the big all the ways that W bloated our government, which became a surveillance state. Right. And we're not getting rid of that, are we? Right. No, you're exactly right. What Reagan said, the closest thing to eternal life you'll find um, in this life is a government program and, <laughs> and it's be, because they never go away. I mean, and that's, that's right. So everything from FISA 
uh, which is the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which is what is being used to spy on Americans today instead of on foreign uh, spies. Uh, you know, that all of the Homeland Security apparatus, uh, the TSA, everything you talked about. I mean, the, the, they seemed they were they were a visceral or emotional reaction to a, an immediate problem. It's, it's kind of like this WIC program thing. They're going to I, I, I bet you anything we're going to go from 50 uh, percent of the, of the consumption of baby formula on WIC. I bet it goes up 10, 15 percentage points and squeezes out the rest of the mm-hmm. society or it draws more people in. That's what these programs are designed to do, to make people more dependent. Uh, instead of solving the problem um, through a rational way, this is just an emergency knee-jerk reaction that we see all the time. Yeah. And um, So when you get to the World Health Organization, this is a holdover. It is a, it is a, a multilateral institution which but those institutions don't like the United States. I don't know when, when our leaders are not going to understand this. They hate the United States of America. Well, yeah, um, the leader of yeah. this, this Tedros guy, is a communist. He's a Marxist. Um, yeah. we, it, but it, even if you think, why why is there even a World Health Organization? There should not be anybody that has any, any say-so in what's happening among a group of nations. The, there has been a push for a one-world government for many, 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 many decades, right? We should have never gotten involved in anything called the United Nations. I, You know, we shouldn't be having to go hat in hand and grovel like Colin Powell did if we want to go to war. We're supposed to be the nation's superpower and ever since then, it's been how can we chip away at American sovereignty, whether it's an open border or whether it's allowing some hack who's not even a doctor out of, you know, um, not Somalia, but whatever, you know, African country he's from. And he's going to be having to say so over our nation. It's absolutely unconscionable that we're even in the position to have to be to be sitting here wondering what's going to happen. And I'm and I'm concerned, uh, you know, that that I don't I, right now. Um, I'm not sure that we've got enough Republicans if we win the House or the Senate to ease, stop this. So we've got all these if we do take control, because if we've got the Senate, we've got to have a filibuster proof majority. Yeah, and, and that's part of why I the point you just made is part of the reason that we should do everything we can to stop it now, because um, when, when I'm told, well, we can stop it if we need to in the Congress. Uh, you don't know who's going to be sitting in Congress. You don't right. know when we're going to have to stop it. You don't. All of that stuff, all of that 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 gets projected out into the future, saying, "Oh, don't worry about it. It's it's, it's way off." Um, the institutions don't like us, um, and uh, some of our own leadership doesn't like us. I mean, I look at I look at President Biden and his team, and I think they don't like this country. I mean, his new spokesperson is, is incompetent, but she she also doesn't seem to have. She makes Saki look good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Who would have thunk you could you could find that? So who should we? Excuse me for interrupting, but I, I I'm yep. not. I don't want to keep you too long tonight. Who should we? Who should we be on the phone with? I mean, who? You know, I, our Freedom Caucus is small as it is. Uh, you know, I mean, who? Um, who should we be directing our focus on? Well, yeah, you want to direct it to. Um, the, the Foreign Affairs Committee ranking member and chairman. The chair is a Democrat. The ranking member is a Republican named Mike McCall. Uh, so you want to go there. You want to go to a House leadership. And, and frankly, any Republican, uh, you want to let them know about this and that, that you're concerned and, you, and, and, and they should do everything we can to stop it. Maybe we can, you know, you, you, we have to put this together so we can 
and get some energy behind it. Um, and uh, I, I will just tell you, I know that there are members of Congress that are receiving this information because uh, people come, they've come to me and they told me that they're hearing from constituents and they'll say, what do you think? And I explain to them uh, some of what you and I have been talking about, but, you know, uh, multilateral institutions, how are we going to stop this in the future? Do you really think that we have the capacity to stop it or, or the will to stop something that encroaches on our sovereignty? And um, that, that's important. So, uh, well, and, and maybe we can maybe we can get it turned around. Maybe we can get it turned around. Yeah, I mean, is there anything we can bring up on the floor? I mean, would it have to be the Senate or the House? How 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 what act of Congress could stop this right now? What would be the mechanism? It would have to, it would have to it would take legislation in uh, saying that that um, we would do a resolution saying it's a sense of Congress that you should not enter into the World Health Organization, or we could pass. Uh, my bill, which withdraws this from the World Health Organization, or we could uh, do the uh, Chair Broy, Andy Vick's bill that that uh, also attacks the World Health Organization and limits its uh, our involvement with the World Health Organization. So why we, hasn't that been? Why? That. why excuse me for interrupting because I just have such limited time with you. Well, why hasn't that been yeah. done yet? Because we're in the minority. The Democrats won't. They okay. will not listen to us. So that's. Uh, and they're not going to do anything to undermine the centralization of power in Joe Biden. What if the because Republicans all joined together, Senate and House, and said, we're not going to pass a dang thing. We're not going to spend another dime. Do we have enough to, to have that kind of sway um, with the 50 in the Senate and the, and the numbers we have in the House to have the kind of power to say we're not going to give you anything you want if this goes forward? Not, you probably have, uh, you have very few leverage points in the House, but you have a few. But in the Senate, you have tremendous leverage points because – it, it takes uh, to, to pass the, the spending bills, and most of the bills, it takes more than 50. But it, especially on a spending bill, it takes it would take every Democrat plus uh, Kamala Harris. So, uh, and, and you would need they would need to get uh, Cinema and Mansion to agree to to stop the filibuster. If if they refused to stop, which so far they've been willing to do, they don't want to get rid of the filibuster. Then you have a stop, a chance to kill this in the Senate. So. So, so when I say every Republican, if you've got let your Republican senators know, so you guys don't have Republican senators in the, no. in the great state of California, but uh, you, that doesn't prevent you from writing to, uh, um, you know, Rand, the Rand Pauls, Ted Cruz's, Mike Lee's, Ron Johnson's, uh, these great senators who who want to want to fight and, and stand up for America. Well, I haven't um, heard Ted Cruz mention a word of it or Rand Paul. No, no, Rand Paul's been in a primary battle. No, and I know that this was hidden and it just been was a revealed a couple of weeks ago. But we got to get on this, Congressman Biggs. Yeah, that's right. So and, and, it, and, it, and it, it, we're going to if it's going to be stopped, it's going to be stopped in the Senate. But I don't I don't know how it's going to get stopped unless we can pass legislation to, to really stop. I mean, that would that would that would stop it. But but it's 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 and if it and if it passes, if it passes now and if it, it will actually take effect in November, um, if we take control of the Senate and the House next year, could legislation reverse it? Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, okay. indeed. Well, you got it. You got again, you're going to have to leverage it because your president's going to be Biden. And he, if it's a straight up a single shot bill, he's going to veto it. But if you can impose it into a budget then uh, or another must pass piece of legislation you can actually leverage this or he has to eat that 
Well, that the, we just would have to make sure we've got enough Republicans where that uh, they uh, would be willing to take that. And, and quite frankly, that there ain't enough right now that I that I believe in. Um, they'd be will- I mean, you, you continue to show with your voting where you're at. Um, but unfortunately, I don't trust McCarthy. I don't trust McConnell. I don't trust, you know, I don't trust a lot of the current elected officials in the House and the Senate. So I thank you so much for being here. I got a, I got a message from a listener last night who said they thought I was too easy on you. And um, <laughs> but I, I, I hope, you know, there's only so much that you can do. You you have done more for us than any other Republican. You continue to show your true conservative creds with the way that you vote. And I know that you're speaking out for us and trying to get what you can get done uh, behind the scenes. And I thank you for that and being, and being here tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks, Andrea. Take care of yourself. All right. Talk soon. All right. Y'all stay tuned. I'm well past the point of a break. Skins over there is about to kill me. If I don't uh, take a skinny, tiny little break and we'll be back. Hey, more, more from that project Veritas expose on Twitter. It gets even uglier for Twitter. We'll play that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. The more we learn about what this this deal is with the World Health Organization, the uglier it gets. And we're going to continue to bring the spotlight on that. Um, I think basically what my takeaway from Congressman Biggs is what we will have to do um, to stop this is we don't really have any of the power right now. And that's just that's just the 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 truth about where where we're at with it. if we get the power back with the House and the Senate, what we'll have to do then is do um uh, kind of like what Trump tried to tried to do with COVID spending. He was like, well, you know, um, uh, I will sign this COVID spending, but you, I want the 230 protections for big tech to be removed. And the Republican Party took it out. So we will have to have a Republican Party that will be willing to play hardball. And so far, I don't see that we've got that willingness. I don't blame Congressman Biggs for that at all. Uh, his voting record, you know, is he's the only one that's really putting forth resolutions and bills to try to stop this nonsense and you know he's even been honest enough to say on the show that when it came to the january 6th defendants he couldn't even get people within their own freedom caucus to even focus on it so we have very few republicans that are true america first uh, elected officials and he is truly one of them so um i hear you my dear friend who emailed me she felt i was too easy on him i don't one guy can't solve this problem and what we're going to have to do is um, actually get it, stop counting on our elected officials to do it. They will respond to us because the one thing that they will respond to is their reelection campaigns and whether or not they're going to stay in power. Call the people that Congressman Biggs told told you to call. That's going to be our best bet. Well, we need to get it, wherever you are. Get on the phone and start putting pressure on on colleagues and tell them you're not going to get another dime you're not going to get elected not you know may, may go to every town hall we've got to get active we can't just sit back and count on our representatives to do it for us at this point because um part of the reason why the mitch mcconnell's and the establishments are so entrenched is because they don't get challenged in primaries they continue to get reelected. half the time republicans don't even bother to vote they certainly don't vote on the down ballot races and so we've got to actually start taking some ownership for what's happening on our government and get active and i know many of you out there are doing such as that so we're going to be back with another hour of the andrea k show stay tuned 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.